On Saturday night, before I tucked in for the night, I unplugged our Christmas tree for the last time. Our tree was on a timer. It had already blinked off for the night, but I wanted to be sure it didn't come back on on Sunday morning because Sunday was the epiphany, the end of Christmas. It was time to move on. That's always sad for us. I bet for some of you it's sad as well to have to pack away the Christmas decorations. We've been packing them away, which is to say that Elizabeth has been packing them away <laughs> whenever her hands are not full of children. And it's particularly sad for us because we wait until Advent is over or almost over before we decorate. And our family often goes out of town as soon as Christmas Day is gone so we can see family, uh, grandparents, and friends. And by the time we get back, it's almost time so to take them down. So we really don't have a lot of time with the tree and the wreath and the, the lights and the beauty of Christmas. But there's one bit of Christmas decor that we get to leave up that is appropriate to leave up, and it's the nativity set. Because it isn't until the epiphany that the wise men show up. And if you're in a house where you don't really decorate until Advent is over, you're also in a house where the wise men don't show up at the nativity set until Epiphany. They're across the room on the eastern side of the room uh, making their way, right? This morning, uh, as our boys and uh, daughters were getting ready for school, one of our kids uh, asked where the wise men were. We had uh, gotten down the Fisher-Price nativity set. Someone had been playing with it the day before, but had left the wise men on the shelf where the nativity set had been, and he noticed that they were missing. And so he went and found them and got them and brought them there. And it made me wonder about those wise men. In your nativity set, what do your wise men look like? What do those wise men look like? It seems appropriate that we would linger in this moment of epiphany, at least through this week, maybe even longer. I know about Advent police and Christmas police. I don't know about any epiphany police, so I think you're safe to leave your crush up for a while. Maybe it's good that we linger because the wise men are our part of the story. We don't think about it that way because they're from far away, but that's who we are in the story until the wise men show up the Jesus' birth, that story is a thoroughly Jewish story. And the wise men are led there by a star, these sages from the east, so that God can show them what has always been true, that God's love doesn't just belong to a people, but to all people. And that the people God has chosen, God's people, Israel, have been chosen so that the whole world might come to know who God is. And that God loves all of us, that that light would shine on them. And so when you look at those wise men, I wonder, I wonder if any of them looks like you. Maybe not. Most of us in the room have, uh, are from a heritage or a culture that's been comfortable enough with the Jesus story for long enough that we've started to make the other characters in the creche look like us. The blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jesus, who didn't have blonde hair and blue eyes. Not that there's anything wrong with that. The shepherds, Joseph, Mary, anybody else in the scene often looks like us. And the, the wise men, they don't always look like us, but that's us in the story. This week, someone shared with me a story uh, that, uh, that a person had grown up with only two wise men in their creche. Of course, the question is, why only two wise men? And the answer is because one of them was black. 
And her mama didn't want a black wise man in his nativity set. That's a while ago. That's, that's 50 or 60 years ago. But isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how quickly when the story becomes our story, that we write ourselves into the center of it and make everybody else who comes to the story, we make them come from afar. The story of the wise men, the story of Epiphany, is that God's love doesn't belong just to any one of us. It doesn't belong to those who look like Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, whether they're historically accurate or not. It doesn't matter. What matters is that all peoples have a place at the manger. All people have a place in God's story of salvation. If you have that Fisher-Price nativity set, you might notice that one of the wise men has a pale Anglo-looking face. Uh, One of them looks like he might be from sub-Saharan Africa. One looks like uh, he is from East Asia maybe China or that part of the world. I don't think Fisher-Price wants us to believe that those three wise men just happened to be at some pan-national astrology conference when the star (laughs) made its appearance. And and nor do I think Fisher-Price is trying to tell us that three wise men made that journey separately. I think somebody in some boardroom, somebody at some design table got it. And when I saw that this morning, that meant a lot to me. That when it's time for the wise men to arrive, it's time for all of us to be there. May we know the love of God that has no limits. May we be drawn with all peoples into the story of salvation. May we recognize that all of us belong there, not because of who we are, but because of who God is the one who loves all people, always has and always will.